Women's Power to Heal, Mother Earth. I am Maya Tewari. We are divided not because of our differences, but because we do not support or allow each other the powerful diversity that manifests within each one of us. Our gender and biological sex is a potent example of this view. Gender differences is but one minute factor in the quintillion variety of nature's majestic realm mirrored within the human person. As I write these words, I feel the profound Hippocrene of the goddess as she places her hands on mine to scribe and scribe again. To reclaim wholeness, it is critical that we embrace the reality of Shiva Shakti, the yin and yang, the awen, the inyo force, light and dark, negative, positive, but more importantly, that we note the brilliant multiplicity of energy which courses within and through each and every human person. This primeval force goes way beyond the gender binary. It goes to the infinite. At the same time, at its core, we depend on the relationship of the masculine-feminine man and woman, which together is the generating power of Shiva Shakti. To sustain the physiological earth, there must be the presence of procreation. To nurture the psychic and spiritual earth, the heterosexual union is far more than symbolic harmony of the lingam earthing into the yoni. It is imperative to sustaining energetic cohesion and oneness in our world. That is not to say that other genders, and there are other genders according to the Vedas, do not have their course of action and play in our magnificent universe. When we elevate the Shiva Shakti relationship between a man and a woman to its primordial purpose, we are contributing to the grand operation of, mark the new word, Shaktification of Mother Earth. At the same time, each one of us can strengthen our partnership with her and with each other when we do our best to harmonize this principle of difference of diversity within our own specific anatomy. The energy of Shiva Shakti within each one of us is pure and invalid. 
It is important to understand that this force cannot be changed, manipulated, lessened by the ploys and mechanism of patriarchal power, that is, unless we play into the convoluted system. Even then, what gets tampered is our mental realm, perceptions, discernment, and choices. At the physical level, the onslaught of unnatural therapies, mechanized interventions, and chemical medicines which run counter to nature's innate cyclical rhythm can and do vitiate or impair our vital tissue memories, which some of us call cellular memory. The science of modern medicine and pharmacology has thwarted the wisdom-generating flow of Earth's intelligence. However, we can unlearn this unnatural, inflexible approach and rebuff intrusive health sciences by getting actively involved in the process of healing our despair and diseases. The quantum rise of reproductive disorders in both men and women today is directly caused by the scientific and medical bypassing of our Shiva Shakti energy in reproductive health. Now this requires a much longer explanation which I shan't give at this moment. But Thomas Berry puts it this way. If in the excitement of a secular technology reference for the earth has diminished in the past, especially in the Western world, humans now experience a sudden shock at the devastation they have wrought onto their own habitation. For thousands of years in ancient lands of India, Asia, Africa, Egypt, Russia, and Europe, societies built their spiritual beliefs around the goddess tradition. As a result, these civilizations maintained good health and harmonious existence with each other. Her legends were a repository of human experience and wisdom. And this archetypal knowledge facilitated a great shared sense of communal spirit with nature and a gentle relationship among the genders. It established the indigenous system of knowledge which were largely ecological. Miraculously, this knowledge is still available to us through the Vedas. In Vedic purview, each tissue layer, for instance, of the body carries its own significant memory of both its cosmic origin and practical function. Once this memory is awakened, the tissue itself remembers what to do and how to do whatever it needs to do to keep the body healthy. Disease is simply a matter of forgetfulness 
as I have said in my prior works. When the tissue memory is kept in good order, the tissue continues to thrive within a self-generating force that maintains its vibrancy and its functional memory. Memory, energy, and healing are seamlessly cooperating with each other unless and until the cadence is interrupted or becomes erratic. Ancient healers were impeccable in their understanding of health as a whole organism. They knew which of nature's food or herb or mineral spoke to which tissue and how long the required conversation, the depth of its vibration, the subtlety of the lunar or solar rhythm, and the necessity for applying nature's remedy to its appropriate condition. There's so much to share with you about the way our human cellular memory or tissues called the dhatus are fed and nourished and the way its synchronicity with plant peaceful plant life and their tissues and how they interject synchronously to feed our vital tissue but that we will see in my new book yet to come on food is memory. The female of every species is endowed with Shakti's reproductive power. The inherent energy of Shakti gives only the female creatures the power to procreate, bring new life and create babies. The womb, embryo, fetus and egg of the human and animals are sacred. Both animals and human babies assume the resemblance of their parents and bear the same vulnerabilities. Be it the child, the colt, the calf, or the mouse, they all intuitively know, instinctively know who their mother is and how the maternal memory to cuddle up, to nurse and be nourished and protected by her feels. Ma. Mother, Mir, Mater, Ummi, Moor, Moku Ahini, Mutter, Matka, Mama. The infinite number of names for Shakti's reproductive and creative imprint upon the skin of earth can never be wiped out. Voltaire, one of my favorite authors, tells it this way. It is so dangerous to be right in matters on which the established authorities are wrong. We're talking about the indigenous way of nature's healing richly drawing from the ancestral roots of Mother Earth. Their way is in direct contrast to the present model of scientific knowledge, which is largely characterized by fragmentation and reductionism. New reproductive technologies called NRTs are broad constellation of technologies aimed at intervening and intercepting the process of reproduction. 
This includes contraception, abortion, antenatal testing, conceptive technology such as vitro, fertilization, embryo transfer, and so on. NRT's premise is that a woman's body is a container and the fetus is created by the man's seed. This approach severs the cosmic transformation and sacred link between a mother and her fetus. While severing women's rights from their innate Shakti power, men from their Shiva prowess and species from their natural habitat, the phenomenon that is medical science presents a huge dilemma. Frequently cited studies have placed the number of deaths from medical errors or neglect as high as 250,000 deaths per year, which would make medical error the third leading cause of death behind cancer and cardiovascular disease. We are paying dearly for this catastrophe. While helping women to heal from endometriosis, for instance, a disorder where endometrial tissue appears outside the uterus, causing pain during menstruation, I learned that approximately one in eight American women suffer from endometriosis yet many more remain undiagnosed. And this is due to the stigma that our period pain as women is expected and tolerable, when actually it is debilitating for many endometriosis patients. According to the Center of Disease Control and Prevention, more than 90% of pregnant women and lactating women in the U.S. are at least on one medication. Most American pregnant women are taking pharmaceuticals that have not been tested on their bodies and therefore do not know what the impact of these drugs will be on their bodies and on their babies' bodies. But let us move on. People, conditions, behavior and circumstances are ever-changing. In a split second in our present, world's chaotic crises, our vibratory field can be energized. Yes, it can be energized, simply by the grace of a scent, a passing breeze on the wings of the great wind. The slivery crescent relaxing into a cloud or the sound of a gurgling brook, the silent musings of an ancestor heard in the quiet rustling of the forest. We will continue on with my discourses and thank you for listening. Peace be your journey and may we become ever more flexible to bend and bow to the majesty of Mother Nature, Mother Earth, so we can glean and continue to breathe in her intelligence. Peace.
be your journey. <laughs>